This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. And this is what Daniel is talking about in verse 6 when he talks about the voice of his words. And just as the hymn says, he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet, none other has ever known. The voice is sweet to Daniel that none other has ever known. And that's what others around him, they heard the voice, they, they, it says in, 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 uh, in verse seven, that there was a great quaking that fell upon them. So they fled, they ran away, they hid themselves, but not Daniel. When Daniel heard the voice of his words, he said in verse nine, in verse nine, Yet heard I the voice of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground, and behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and palms of my hands, and he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved. That's the sound of his voice. That's the sound of his voice that was communicated to Daniel, that he was greatly beloved, that that, that he should not be afraid, that should be peace, and that's what the sound of the voice of the Lord Jesus communicates to us that we are greatly beloved. In 1 John, 1 John 3, 16, 1 John 3, 16, hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And that's the reason that when we hear the sound of his voice, we respond by coming. We come to Christ because we follow him. It says in John 10, 27, he said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. See, the getting of eternal life, the giving of eternal life, it's all about hearing the voice of Christ. Not every one of his, not, not, not everyone does that. Not every, those ones that were with Daniel, they ran away, they fled. Not everyone is his sheep. Not everyone responds to his voice by coming to him. He said that in John 10, 26, John 10, 26. But ye believe not, because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. 
Yeah. Same Orthodox rabbi friend asked me this week. He said, Tom, why Jesus? Why Jesus? Why is it Jesus for you? Why is it not Buddha for you? Why is it not Mohammed for you? Why is it Jesus for you? And I told him, I said, it's because I know Jesus. I don't know Buddha. I don't know Muhammad. Because I know Jesus, I don't want to follow Buddha or Muhammad. I told him that I, I got to know Jesus in his voice as I read the Bible. As it says in John 10, 4, John 10, 4, when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. It's all about hearing the voice of Christ and following him. And I know that if I did hear Buddha or Muhammad, I wouldn't recognize the voice of Buddha or Muhammad, as Jesus said in John 10, 7. John 10, 7, then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. And then he asked me, he said, there were so many people who claimed to be the Messiah. How do you know that they weren't the Messiah? How do you know that it's Jesus is the Messiah? And the answer is John 10, 8, John 10, 8. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not follow them. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus gave life. He gave me life. He gave you life, a very full life, an eternal life. And Buddha and Muhammad did not give anyone life. And my Orthodox uh, uh, rabbi friend he, he told me that he was talking to a Gentile who comes to his temple, and, and, and the Gentile tries to talk to him about Jesus, and he said he doesn't even bother trying to convince her that, that Jesus is not the Messiah because he said she's not Jewish. But me, he tries to convince because I'm Jewish. But for God, it doesn't matter if a person is Jewish or not Jewish because every person, whether Jewish or not Jewish, comes to the Lord Jesus in exactly the same way, exactly the same. They hear his voice. They hear the voice of Jesus in the Bible. They come. All the Jewish sheep come. All the Gentile sheep come. They follow for one reason. They heard the voice. As he said in John 10, 16, John 10, 16, other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, for they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. It's all about hearing the voice of Christ and coming to him. We hear, we hear his voice in our lives, we go to Christ. We hear his voice, and after we die, we go to Christ. John 5, 25, John 5, 25, verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they shall hear they that hear shall live. It's all about hearing the voice of Christ. That's what living for eternity is all about, hearing the voice of Christ. You cannot separate the words of God from the voice of God, just like in a marriage. The two are one flesh, but not man put asunder, which means you cannot separate the person of Christ from the words of Christ. You can't separate Christ from these words. That's why he's called in the book of John in the first chapter, he's called the word the Word, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. For believers, the voice of Christ is an invitation. It's an invitation to us. It says in Revelation 3.20, Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice 
and open the door. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. But for the lost, the voice of Christ is a voice of warning. It's a voice of warning. Hebrews 3.7, Hebrews 3.7. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation and the day of temptation in the wilderness. So Daniel says in verse six, the voice of his words. And he's raising an issue here. It's not just what was said, but it's who said it. This was the issue that Rebecca pressed hard and pushed on her son, Jacob. When she wanted Jacob to do something he didn't want to do, she wanted Jacob to do the outrageous act of lying to his father, Jacob, and saying that he was Esau when he was not, tricking, deceiving, and he didn't want to do it. But Rebecca pushed Jacob by emphasizing to him her voice to drive the one who was telling him to do this in, in Genesis 27, 8, Genesis 27, 8. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Genesis 27, 13, Genesis 27, 13. His mother said unto him, upon me be thy curse, my son, only obey my voice and go fetch me them. And then later when she sent him away, Genesis 27, 43, 27, 43, Genesis now, therefore, my son, obey my voice and arise, flee thou to Laban, my brother to Haran. It wasn't just what she said, it was who was saying it. Um, she was a strong woman. And she pushed Jacob into this by saying, obey my voice, listen to my words, but hear my voice. Same with us, but not in a bad sense. Same with us in the Bible. God says to us, listen to the words and hear my voice. Understand who's saying this to you. Just as Rebecca said to Jacob, listen to what I'm saying and understand who's saying it to you. So Daniel says in verse six, I lifted up mine eyes and looked. And Daniel then considers this certain man. And now that we've considered the power of his word and how he as God is so closely tied to his word, Daniel could say the voice of his words and it gives us all the more force that Daniel could said when he first saw him, I lifted up mine eyes. He says in verse six, I lifted up my eyes and looked and behold a certain man. That's how he's described by Daniel, a certain man. And what a certain man he is. He's a certain man, all right, for Philippians 2.6, Philippians 2.6. He is the man who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation took upon him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of men, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's a certain man. That's a certain man to think about. That's a certain man to consider. It says in Hebrews 7, 4, Hebrews 7, 4, we're gonna, we're gonna have communion here real soon. And when we do, that's God's call. Conser consider this person, consider this man. Hebrews 7, 4, now consider how great this man was. Hebrews 3, 1, Hebrews 3, 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the holy calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our faith, of our profession, Christ Jesus. Hebrews 12, 3, Hebrews 12, 3. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. So when we go for communion, we stand back, 
and we consider how great Christ is and realizing how great Christ is and that he became a man that drives us, that drives us to worship, to worship this certain man that Daniel is describing. We consider how much Christ gave up and as we pass the plate, that's the point, how much he gave up when he made himself of no reputation. And the Greek word is kinos, which means to empty. He emptied himself. Literally, Philippians 3.7, Philippians 3.7 says that Christ emptied himself, which is the picture of somebody taking a pitcher and just pouring it out till it was empty. And that's the whole picture behind Isaiah 53.12, Isaiah 53.12. He hath poured out his soul unto death, he was numbered with the transgressors. He bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. And when we consider, as we will soon, how much Christ gave up to save us from our sins, that drives us to worship the verse five, certain man that, that Daniel described. And after considering how great Christ is and considering how much Christ gave up, then we consider how much Christ suffered for our sins how much he suffered for our sins. Psalm 22, 12, Psalm 22, 12. Many bulls, when he's on the cross, he says, many bulls have compassed me about. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It's melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue cleaves to my jaws. Thou hast brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones as they look and stare upon me. We realize how much he agonized on the cross. We really became a man to suffer for our sins. It drives us to worship the certain man. In verse five, the other people, with Daniel, as I mentioned, they ran away. They ran away. But Daniel, it says in verse eight, I was left alone. And when he saw this certain man, he said, my comeliness was turned in me into corruption. This wonderful sight that he saw of the certain man in verse five made Daniel see that he was so sinful. As he looked on how wonderful Christ was, Daniel could see that he was so sinful. And he saw that, and, 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 and this caused him to, 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 to cry out to God, how can I come to you? How can I speak with you, he said. How can I speak with you with my sin? Because he was left all alone. And this only happened to Daniel when he was left alone. Just like Paul on the road to Damascus, he was left alone. In Acts 22.6, Acts 22.6, it came to pass as I made my journey would come nigh into Damascus about noon. Suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me, and I fell into the ground, and I heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And I answered, Who art thou, Lord? He said unto me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom thou persecutest. And they that were with me indeed saw the light were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. We can't expect the lost to see the glory, to see the beauty of Christ, like we do because it hasn't been revealed to them. And Christ was asked about this and, 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 he, and he said, he that in, in John 14, 21, John 14, 21, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he that is that loves me, 
And he that loves me shall be loved to my father. I will love him. I will manifest myself to him. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself to us and not to the world? But that's what happened to Daniel. And Daniel speaks of this certain man who's standing right in front of him. And the first words that Daniel says to the man, first words in verse 16, then I opened my mouth and spake and said unto him that stood before me, oh my Lord, oh Adonai. He says, oh Adonai. First words he says to the man standing in front of him, the man, he says, my God, my Lord, Adonai. And with that word, Daniel now realizes how special and how certain this man was. This is the person standing in front of him. He's called him a man in verse 5, and in verse 16, he's called him God. Because this man is both man and God. He is the certain man. And there's only one person that fits that bill, the Lord Jesus Christ. The same realization that Jacob came to. Daniel has now just followed right in the footsteps of Jacob, who came, Jacob, who came that one night in Genesis 32 when he wrestled all night with a certain man who also put his hip out of joint. And then Jacob realized that certain man was God. Genesis 32, 24, 32, 24. Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. The hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. He said unto him, what's thy name? He said, Jacob. He said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, as a princess, thou power with God and with men has prevailed. Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray thee thy name. He said, wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? He blessed him there. Jacob called the name of the place, Peniel. I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. When Jacob realized that in front of him was the God-man, the perfectly holy God-man, then he realized who he was and who, 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 who Jacob was. And when Daniel realized also that in front of him was the God-man, perfectly holy, Daniel thought of his sin. Daniel became breathless. Daniel panted. Daniel lost all strength. In verse 8, I was left alone and saw this great vision. There remained no strength in me. My comeliness was turned into corruption. I retained no strength. Jacob realized, he realized that this certain man that he wrestled with, he had no strength either. His dip had just been put, put out of joint. And he realized this certain man before him was God and man. And these two realizations between Jacob, Jacob so long ago, and Daniel, they realized as they, as they were standing in front of the God man, and as they did, they became a living prophecy for the people of Israel. They became a living prophecy for the Jewish people who will one day look on this certain man also whom they have pierced in Zechariah 12.10. Zechariah 12.10, I will pour upon the house of David, upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and above with supplications. They shall look upon me whom they have pierced. They shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only begotten son. Zechariah 13, Zechariah 13.9, 13.9, I will bring the third part through the fire. We find them as silver as we find. Try them as gold as tried. They shall call on my name. I will hear them. I will say, it's my people. And they shall say, the Lord is my God. So Daniel is now given some thought. He's taking all the time. Give us a thought about all this. What's happening? And then he asks himself a question in verse 17. Verse 17, how can the servant of this my Lord talk 
with this, my Lord. Daniel's out of breath. His strength is gone because Daniel can't believe he's talking face to face with God. And he thought that he, he should have been destroyed before the holiness of God, just like Manoah, just like Hannah's husband. When, when, he, when, he, when he, he realized that he'd been talking to God, the man God, in, in Judges 13.22, Judges 13.22, Manoah said unto his wife, we shall surely die because we've seen God. His wife said unto him, if the Lord were pleased to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a meat offering at our hands. Neither would he showed us all these things. There's only one reason why Manoah was not destroyed for his sins. There's only one reason after he saw God. There's only reason why, one reason why Daniel was not destroyed after he saw God. There's only one reason why Jacob was not destroyed because they saw the God-man, Jesus Christ, who died for their sins. There's only one reason why you and I are not destroyed for our sins because, because, because of the God-man, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, who we will celebrate soon. Jesus Christ helped Daniel by touching him in verse 10, and by touching him, and hand touched me, verse 10, by helping him to get up in verse 10. Behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand, by telling him he was loved twice. Verse 11, Daniel, a man greatly beloved, by telling him not to be afraid in verse 12. In verse 12, he said unto me, fear not. And then by fighting the enemy that opposed Daniel. Verse 13, verse 13, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me, but lo, Michael came to help me. Verse 20, God says, now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia. And by giving, he helped Daniel by giving him an understanding. And said, verse 14, I am come to make thee understand. By, he helped him by touching his lips so that Daniel could speak. In verse 16, he touched my lips. He helped Daniel by strengthening him. In verse 18, he strengthened me. And just as Daniel was helped here by the Lord, by the Lord Jesus, we're helped in exactly the same way. The same way Daniel was helped. He was helped. He was strengthened. And so are we. And so over the voices of the many troubles, we hear the voice of Christ. And it's a wonderful voice. It's a voice that, 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 that it, and it all centers around the word though, though, though. Isaiah 43, 2, Isaiah 43, 2. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the, through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Though these things happen to us, Though there's a flood that comes against us, though there's a fire that, that, that comes against us, he's there, he's there with us. He's there with us during that time. People always talk about light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. But what Isaiah 43, 2 says, there's light also in the tunnel. There's light in the tunnel as well as the end of the tunnel. We will reach the ultimate light at the end of the tunnel. But we don't only have the light at the end of the tunnel, we have the light in the tunnel because Isaiah 43, 2 tells us that Christ will be with us in the tunnel as he was with Daniel. Let's pray. Father, prepare us now for honoring your son. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's Tom Cantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.